Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. We're back once again. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Disopolis and Nikki Snacks. Kreider, come follow us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe or on Twitter at underscore charity stripe underscore check out our podcast same name anywhere you get your podcast also check out our texas podcast horns up talking texas with the quan cosby where we cover all things texas sports and nick in case you missed it in the first segment you have a new podcast with heath bell boom boom three-time all-star it's called ring the bell pods talk go check it out nice anywhere you get your podcasts Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, really. The first episode was great, man. Really Thank great you. to see you and Heath out there. Second episode, second episode is even better. Nice, dude. And you know what happens with the third episode? Perfect. Hairy chest. Oh, I get a hairy chest. Yeah. Is your, your <laughs> we shouldn't get into that on the radio. Uh, anyway, speaking of non hairy chest, let's talk about some of the best times of year in sports. Uh, right now, right now it's March Madness. Yeah. Um, San Diego is actually blessed to have a couple of games played at the Viejas Center starting on Friday. Which games are being played there? Uh, Texas Tech versus Montana. That's a three versus a 14. Okay. Uh, the Bama game. Nice. Um, and then, of course, there is um, the Arizona game and Seton Hall and TCU. Seton Hall TCU is fun. That's a good one to go to. I've Have you guys ever been to a March Madness game? I've been to the Final Four. Right? I knew someone had been to the final. I always forget who's done what. Yeah. I've also been, because I grew up in Dallas. (laughs) Ready to say it. (laughs) Well, I went to the final four that was in New Orleans when Anthony Davis, the Brow, won. That's the one you went to? Against Kansas and Thomas Robinson. Uh, Yeah, it was was a phenomenal final four, actually. Wow. It was really, really cool to watch MKG, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, and Anthony Davis. That duo was fantastic. Defensively. It's been a while since we've seen a tandem like that for in college sure. basketball. Uh, but Dallas often has March Madness games played there as well. I don't. I should know this off the top of my head, but guys picked back to back from the same school, one and two, AD and MKG. This is the second time that I've brought up MKG in the last twenty four hours. I guessed it on a podcast. Who's MKG? Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Exactly. That was my point to the situation was you have to be good enough to warrant like the acronym. You can't just be like MK, you know, I can't just be JAF. Well, the, yeah. the well, thing I was, is, I was thinking you were saying Machine Gun Kelly. Exactly. Who was right. Megan, or married to Megan Fox. They're married. I think so, right? Engaged. I think they're, I think they're married. There's a ring on they their might, finger. They might be expecting. Whoa. What to expect when you're That's expecting. not breaking news. I'm either right or wrong on that. <laughs> I don't know. But no, but when... It's an acronym that no one else has. You yeah. can give it to that person. Okay, fine. Yeah, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. You thought I was saying it wrong, Nick. Which is No, pause. I didn't think you were saying it wrong. I just want people to know who MKG was. Yeah, M- Michael Kidd Gilchrist. I feel like most people don't know who that is. Yeah, um, Michael Kidd Gilchrist on that Kentucky team. That's cool that you got to see AD play at Kentucky. That's a cool one. I yeah, got- there, were, there were circulating uh, shirts in New Orleans that said, bow to the brow with the, with Anthony Davis's like face on it. And them. ironically, he gets drafted there. Yeah, to New Orleans. Which is crazy. He got drafted to the New Orleans Hornets, and he was there when they became the Pelicans. That franchise, man. And Michael Kidd Gilchrist got drafted by the Bobcats, the Bobcats who became the, the Hornets. Hornets. Wow. It's all so confusing. It is also confusing, and it's, you know, history with the two of them sharing. As convoluted as my bracket's about to be, because it's it's always chaos with March Madison. I think that's 
getting back to our original point, that's why it's one of our favorite events of the year, favorite sporting events of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the bracket is the first weekend's the most important weekend. Everyone's still in the mix. Right. It's rare that there's so many people still in the mix in the second weekend, although I think people... I think people are playing it safe this year from my discussions. There's not a lot of variance going. I think there's a, there are a lot of people that are riding a lot of number twos and threes and not a lot of people riding number ones. So ironically, if you're having number one, like I don't know many people that have Baylor winning at all, right? I don't know many people that have Kansas winning at all, quite frankly, even though both those teams we saw up close and personal. Um, Which but- honestly is kind of mind-boggling because I feel like the Big 12 was the toughest, the toughest conference in college basketball. So... If those are, there's two one seeds coming out of that conference, then they got to be pretty good one seeds, right? So, I think that Kansas and Baylor aren't getting as much respect as they deserve, it's just because they've been playing each other and they've been playing against tough teams all season long, and it's been tarnishing each each other's records. Yeah, Absolutely. it's funny if you if you look at very true. the Big Twelve teams coming into the tournament and you look at their record against top twenty five teams, right? Which is oftentimes like an indicator if if a lower seed is playing a, a higher seed. Like, oh, can they can they upset them, right? Like, have they beat other teams that are good this year? Right, yeah. But there's so many, there's been so many ranked teams in the Big 12 that almost every team in the Big 12 and is losses, like, yeah. they're like 500 in the it, right. against top 25 teams because they're just, they're eating each other alive. Let mm. me ask you this question. Please. If Gonzaga was in the Big 12, what seed would they be? One. A one seed. They still would be a one seed, you think? Yeah. yeah. Really? Because I, you know, here's what I said today. I think the tournament, one of the tournament darlings, they would they would suffer a couple of losses though, for sure, without question. They should probably go to the Pac-12. To be frank, they're mm-hmm. that good. I said today, I think a tournament darling is going to be Chet Holmgren, which is weird because the darling is a guy that's like good, but kind of been under the radar. But I also think he's kind of been under the radar, though he's the expected top three pick. Yep, I think because he plays where he plays, they don't get as much national attention. Hundred percent correct. And I think this could be a major coming out party for a guy who's already heralded as the. He but what does that mean for him? Know. Does that mean that he locks in the number one overall pick? Locks in the number one overall pick and solidifies himself as that quote unquote like guys. And they, I mean, Ben Simmons didn't even do it in in you know in the in the tournament, but he was like the guy coming out of college. AD was the guy. Did coming he even out of, make the tournament? No. He AD was the guy coming out of college, yep. uh, like all the you know what I'm saying, like a Blake Griffin type, like a Blake Griffin Last type year situation. Was Kate Cunningham, yeah, Kate, like a, exa- that's like a great Zion. situation, yeah, a great situation where he's like the clear cut number one pick. And there's other guys, Boncaro, um, and, and Smith. Jabari Smith. Uh, you know, quite frankly, I it could be flipped on my head, and any three of those guys can do that. Like if any three of those guys win the tournament, I I think that your point though about his games not being as nationally televised, especially because it's Coach K's last year. Yeah. Duke got a lot of airtime this year. As they should have. And Auburn, I think they were, through the extent of the college basketball season, and I know a lot of people weren't necessarily watching in December and January, but they were number one for the longest time in the middle of the season. So a lot of people got a lot of run. And the SEC, again, a lot of good teams in the SEC, right? Kentucky's a two seed. Tennessee's a three seed. LSU's in there. Like all these teams from the SEC are in there, so people have seen a lot of Jabari Smith. I, yeah. I completely agree with you, and I think that I would not be surprised if Chet Holmgren ended up the number one pick after having a great tournament run. I think people know, like from his like highlights in high school, almost like how he's sick, but I don't think they know how skilled he is and how versatile of a player he is and mm-hmm. how advanced he is in stats, like other than just scoring. 
right defensively in assists obviously he's a playmaker for a guy his size at 7-1 um, and the SEC gets a lot of run because you have to cater to who's going to watch these games definitely. right yeah I mean if you play on the west coast it's it's definitely harder just to be on the national level just based off of time zone um, but hey you know what daylight savings is now permanent maybe people are going to take that extra time with sunlight and stay up a little bit later on on the east coast to watch some pack has the law been passed i think it's i know it's been floated i think it's i think it's now going to like the the senate or something right and it'd be implemented in 2023 that we're getting rid of these daylight savings yeah Mm. thank god dude (laughs) it's enough already i hate that holiday right i mean none of us are farmers so like that's what it's for we had we had this discussion toss yeah we did on the on a walk I don't even know where we were walking from. Walk to remember. <laughs> you know, Walk you know, it's another cool event yeah. that is coming up that there's a lot of walking involved. The Masters. It, I have never fallen in love with something, and you guys have seen me fall in love with girls at first sight quite a few times, like I have with the Masters. It is, is it crazy for as little as I know about golf comparatively to like baseball or football that it's my second favorite event in sports? Behind March Madness? Yeah. Wow. I don't... Um, no, it's not crazy. Sorry, sorry. I think it's really magical. Third. NFL draft. I can't disparage my... my you know, my your go-to. roots. Yeah. Yeah, that's your roots. And they're all within two months. I know. Yep. I'm like about to come I mean, I mean, all three of them are in the same month. At the finals. The end. True. The final right, four is right. in, in April. Masters is in April. And the NFL draft is in April. Should I change my birthday? To April? I feel like I could do that if I wanted to. No, you can't. You don't need a birthday in April because you have those exactly. Events. I want April to be so epic. I, I feel like my it is. Epic. It, it is. It is. <laughs> it's got the three best it's sporting a, yeah. events. <laughs> it, it, and, and if you live in Southern California or, or big fan of music festivals, Coachella. Two that's week, true. Two weekends in April and Stagecoach if you like country music. That one seems fun. I think you would like that one, Josh. I think all of us would like that I one. I wouldn't like it. You don't like? I thought I you don't like, like country music. Is the Stapleton classifies country music? Nah, he's more like soul. Do you blues. like you like him though, right? I like him, yeah. Yeah. I he, he's coming out like this tickets like two hundred and fifty bucks. But like I'm not like waiting for Tim McGraw to, to come on or like Toby Keith or or uh No, I don't like those Jason guys. Aldean. Yeah, I don't like I don't know if I love those guys. Are those like, guys like still making music though? Who knows? There was a big Toby Keith uh concert down at Petco Park. Well they're de- they're ago. definitely touring. I just mean like are they are they throwing out new album? Like when was the last time Tim McGraw threw out a new album? Who knows? But how hard can it be? I mean, he's busy acting. I took my dresser and I built it with these bare hands. Saw you cheering for the football game in the stands. Like it's so easy to write a country like that. And if imagine if I was good like that, like you know, like that lick. Like if right. Florida, there was literally a Florida Gul- uh, Georgia line. I would say Florida Gulf Coast, Florida Georgia line song where it's like hammer and a nail. 400 million streams on Spotify. That's the opening line the one to a thing, song. The one thing that's wrong about those lyrics that you just created very impressively <laughs> off the top of your head was that, was that the manual labor that you were singing about was inside, not outside. What do you mean? You're talking about fixing a dresser. Yeah. It needs to be like, you know, you're out at the shed or yeah. something <laughs> like that. Like, Where did I say I was? Plant, Planting your roots in it. Well, no, I just yeah. assume that like, you know, you're fixing a dresser. Yeah. Like <laughs> Dusty. Dance with your boots in it. <laughs> yes, was, I knew you were quiet over there. No, it's it's, it's, not, it's a Florida Georgia line song. Oh, that is a, it's one, called Dirt. Well, you own that one, dude. Uh, yeah, but I'm March Madness is it's awesome. There's, 
I can't remember a tournament that sucked. Am I crazy, or has there been a tournament that's the the, the Villanova? There's Michigan, been some ones that have underwhelmed. I the think. Villanova Michigan one underwhelmed. The Tech Virginia like Zion year with like Purdue with Carson Edwards Virginia like I'm those games are awful. I'm not even a fan of Virginia or Auburn, but I am still upset about that Kyle Guy three pointer. In the corner where he got the foul call at the end of the game, partially just because I hate that a game can end on a three-point shot that he didn't make, being a foul, and he goes to the line and wins them the game. Hot take, going back to what you said about Chet Holmgren being the guy or being the darling. Yeah, I think that this year has potential to suck based off how many people. <laughs> like, there's not a ton of big names in this tournament, right? There's not. So this lack of star power. The lack, the lack of star power is, is definitely a little bit polarizing. There's no one to latch on to. Right. And if a guy like Holmgren gets bounced early, it does have the potential where if the top, like let's say, let's say for argument's sake, there's of the eight, one and two seeds, let's say in the Sweet 16, we have 25%. So we've, of the eight of Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, Arizona, Villanova, Kentucky, Duke, and Auburn. Let's say we lose six of those teams heading into the Sweet 16. I feel like that could be like a little. That could be too hectic. Losing it's, it's a lot it's of big definitely games possible to lose. this year too. It's not. Like, it wouldn't be like crazy. Like it wouldn't be that out of control. No, right. no. It's March Madness. Yeah. Crazy stuff happens. Yeah, it, it's what it's, it's all about. It is pretty wild though. I mean, like I will say the beauty of it compared to football. It's like. There's no Bama in Georgia where we're just like looking at the watch, like, okay, when's when are we gonna see the rematch? Like when are we gonna do this again? Right. You know the built in parody is why the event is so fun. Also because it's it's something that a lot of people get involved in that aren't just fans of the sport in the regular season. Did you like to have fun? Like, yeah, I mean people make office brackets and like I think it always helps that it's during school spring break too right like where people can kind of latch on to the first couple of rounds while nothing's going on and then that carries you through the rest of the tournament fun fact i spent my 21st birthday technically my birthday's in february but my birthday outing in vegas when i was 21 was during march madness and it was a lot of fun um didn't go to any games of course but Watched a lot of people lose money at the sports book, and watched a lot of people win money at the sports book too. It's a lot of fun. Vegas is a great place to watch March Madness. Yeah, I'm sure. And think about how far you've come. Like when you were 21, you're watching people win and lose money, mainly win in Vegas, and now you're 27 and you're watching people win and lose money at BetOnline.ag. True, it's come a long way. Yeah, you've really come a long way. Go to BetOnline.ag today because why not go there? Uh, it's our sponsor, and we love them. That's a great place. But I did RJ Hampton. He was on what team would he, they beat Georgia State, Georgia Southern? His no, dad fell out no, of the not, chair. Not RJ Hampton. No, it's RJ RJ Hunter. RJ Hunter. Yeah, Celtics took him. RJ Hunter. I was like, RJ Hampton played in Australia. What are I you know, talking about? I mean, yeah, the, the RJ. They charge Yeah, that that game where he hit that bomb of a shot. And his dad fell out and broke his leg. I was yeah, I was in Mexico. I mean, you mentioned earlier Mike you, Tyson had a tattoo. You had a word flub, and you said Florida Gulf Coast. But remember that team in the tournament? Oh, yeah, They're all they did was flo- all they did was dunk. Lob. I mean, yeah. I have had multiple years in my they took life down San Diego State. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of San Diego State people remember that. Yeah, I've oh. had I've had many years in my life where I, that was the year I had Georgetown winning. Ooh, like I had Georgetown like winning the whole thing. Man, that program has taken such a fall. Oh my god, it's crazy deep dive. Deep dive. We were off air, and Josh, I think you credit it 
because you credit Georgetown taking a deep dive to the fact that DC is such a big city and people move there for things other than sports. And and part of that maybe is Georgetown cupcakes because people love cupcakes so much. (laughs) Does that have anything to do with uh, Patrick Ewing? I mean, they picked him to be the head coach because they thought it would help. And they stink. I also think that it probably had something to do with guys in high school, highly touted recruits, seeing that guys that went to Georgetown didn't really translate that well to the NBA. Who's the best player ever come out of Georgetown? Uh, Ewing. Ewing. Or or AI. AI. AI Yeah. But in the late 2000s, early 2000 teens, like Hibbert, he obviously was really, really good and then all of a sudden fell off of a cliff. Guy like Greg Monroe, kind of just a journeyman big, like... There's these Georgetown guys. Out of Porter Jr. Injuries, but like never I mean, really he got, a, he got a huge contract, but it was an overpay. Yeah, never won. 3 and D guy. A yeah. rot- he's a rotational player. No, not worth a third overall pick. No. Yeah. I think Georgetown, it's also the Big East took a dive too, dude. They did. Like, it, Big e, the Big East used to be the premier, co- you know, it used to be the... Well, Q's moved. Q's moved, and it's also like football had more money in it than college basketball and when you can like sink when your pro football program is making as much money as alabama is your athletic department's making as much money as alabama is you get nicer facilities you know it ups yeah it's exponentially grows the rest of your you know everything television deals too make a big deal yeah i mean being on the sec network you know being on the pac-12 network even 100 percent Having having Longhorn Network, you know, for Texas. I mean, it, it makes a big deal for sure. I mean, national exposure for these players. I mean, I I don't really you know take my time and and watch Big East basketball games. No, it's a that's like a north it's a, like a northeast thing to do. Right? Yeah, it's also one other thing that I just thought of is Georgetown is an expensive school. It's a very expensive school. Not only private to school. it's a private school, Cranbrook. <laughs> Cranbrook was a private school and his name was Clarence. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's a private school and it's tough for you know people to go to a private school when they don't. So like if if you're a highly touted recruit, you're getting that scholarship money. But if you're not, what's the incentive to go there? Wouldn't you rather go to a a public school, a big state school that you can play at, potentially get some minutes on that same team and work your way up that roster yeah. rather than uh, some some people just they can't afford that. They literally can't afford right. to go there. That's that. Yeah. And it's all how fun is it DC these days? Not a ton of fun. I haven't been imagine. to DC in a minute. I've went to DC on a school college trip. I wasn't in the class, but I joined everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last time I went to DC was with Robert Langdon in between pages of what? <laughs> the most <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're getting at here. I don't know. I'm I, just, just, I know Robert Langdon. Robert like, Langdon's the, the name of the character real. from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yeah, I knew that wasn't a real Tom book. Hanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks. Tommy. Tommy Hankies. Uh, I wonder who he's got in his bracket pool. Who do you guys got, though? Who do you guys have winning the whole thing? Um, I, I made two brackets. The yeah, two that are I think my most prominent ones. I mean, of course, I've got the good old Texas one, but that one doesn't count because I think we're getting. Wow, bounced. you did the Texas bracket where you picked us to win it all. Yeah, but that was just like a bracket I made at ESPN. I'm not putting that in a pool. Okay, you're such a good fan, though. Yeah, um, but a cute little thing. my two cute little thing, my two uh, teams are Arizona and Kentucky. Okay, nice. Look, hell yeah, toss. <laughs> uh, I think I've I think I've three, and I tried to make them very different this year i didn't i wasn't like i'm going all in on the same type of bracket Mm -hmm. and i think i picked uh auburn in one 
part of that is because I don't think they're going to win. So I'm going against my own decision making, which is a way to go about a bracket. Yeah. And then I have Kentucky. And then I have one where I got real crazy with it. And I have UNC winning the, the whole thing. That's crazy. I have, I have one of UNC goes kind of deep. Um, but I have... I, I love Arizona. You like Arizona, Nick. I really like them, too. Um, I have one where they go to the Final Four, one where Tennessee goes to the Final Four. But I have one where it's uh, Kentucky-Tennessee. And then I have another one where it's Kentucky-Auburn. But I'm riding the Wildcats. I'm that confident. I'm that confident in the Wildcats winning an old thing. And we're the charity stripe. Fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. We're on a full count. Rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. Because they are free. We out y'all. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.